This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what? they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Silent Podcast and back to our amazing race coverage. I'm your host, Sasha Joseph, joined every week with a surprise guest to talk through the episode. Today, we're going to be covering season 34, episode 12. Yes, we're at the finale. Unfortunately, we're at the end. But, you know, shout out to all of you. Thank you, everyone, for listening, for writing with me, and really just, like, giving your reviews, for leaving your ratings. It's just been really kind and nice to see the numbers and, you know, see the nice little reviews. So before I introduce my guest, I just want to say, you know, one last time, leave us, leave me the five-star review in this feed just so, you know, I know that on our way out, we got each other, okay? So one last time, that's your homework before we leave, okay? And with that, today, you know, it started as a great season, and I feel like it ended as a pretty great season. So that means I needed to start and end this podcast 
with a great guest. I needed to bring back my ride or die, my amazing race partner, Jason Orch is back. Welcome, welcome. How are you? How do you feel? Tell me everything. What's going on, Sasha? It's so exciting to be back here talking about the amazing race, you know, watching these episodes every week. I think to myself, would I do this task or would Sasha do this task? <laughs> Thinking how I we would navigate it. our way through. Also, as we also are ride or dies. So watch for us on the next season of the challenge, ride or dies. And part couldn't two, be me. And but we'll win that too. Couldn't know that you will find another. <laughs> but, oh my God. As before, Isaiah tweeted, what is harder, the amazing race or the challenge? Which is harder to watch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I got to say, Sasha, before we get, you know, off the rails yes. and too far into this yes. episode, I do want to take a moment to quickly say today, December 8th, 2022, Brittany Griner was freed. So oh, all yes. praise up celebrating BG coming back to the States. Um, I've been something I've been following of her being unfairly detained for nearly mm -hmm. 300 days. So I just am very excited. Um, and I think she could be an amazing race fan also. Listen, it would be amazing. She's she's just been through too much. Listen, black women, we know most disrespected mm -hmm. people in America. Okay. In the world. If you know that part. Uh, but yes, thank you for bringing that up. Um, it's just, it's really a nice moment to start the podcast on. But with that, how did you feel? on the finale you know you haven't maybe see you you caught up on the amazing race i will say which is fine we'll allow it because listen fans are few and far in between so <laughs> uh, how do you feel you know about this finale your you know your faves getting it through i have to say i loved this finale mm -hmm. i loved the location going to nashville yes. which you know one of my friends from high school is from nashville and he always referred to it as cashville Oh, so funny. I was thinking about that this whole episode. I like this. You know, it's in the past few seasons in the finale, we've seen them go to big cities like L.A., Chicago, New York. Mm -hmm. I like that they're mixing it up. And Sasha, you know this. I also love country music. Yeah. And so I've loved that vibe in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Jason Aldean song, you know, talking about that. Um, and Which just them. Horrible name, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Right. But it was just exciting to watch. And mm -hmm. also, I have to say two of the three final teams are two teams that I identified in week one as my favorites. Yep. And those just are the teams that finished first and second. So pretty good at spotting those favorites. I would just want to, you know, brag. Threat humble, list. Humble Jason brag myself. The threat yes. list is on it. <laughs> um, and I think that Molly and Emily could be one of my top five favorite teams of all time. Yeah, I just, uh, so I'm telling you, they're just the full package and reading their exit interviews and actually hearing about how competitive they are. And they were like, no, we like really just want to win, period. It doesn't, nothing else mattered, uh, was so beautiful. And I'll, Omar talked about this where mm -hmm. it was like some people just get casted for the story, but them just like being complete badasses and I just feel that it's unfortunate they didn't win. And I think yeah. in a lot of other seasons, they do pull it out and they do get the win. But that freaking injury, like, what? oh, my God. And also, they've only known each other for one year. They yes. are competing against teams that have been in long-term relationships, living together day in, day out, knowing mm -hmm. their cues, their reaction, their strengths, and their weaknesses. And Molly and Emily are still learning that about each other. And that just shows 
how valuable of a team they are and how they're going to win the next all-star season. You heard it here first. I'm ready. I would love that. Okay, yeah, I agree with you. So interestingly, I was listening or uh, reading, sorry, their parade interviews with Mike Bloom and um Molly actually said that that she said um her husband had given her that feedback that she's not as assertive when it comes to navigation and she was doing the navigating and basically the issue was um that Molly quickly realized that there, it's going to be Nashville. It's going to be music related. So it's most likely going to be in downtown. But Emily was like, no, we should go over the bridge to check first. And Molly didn't push back. Wow. Um, so uh, interesting because Molly was like, if I would have known her better, um, I think I would have like done, you yeah. know, we would like, I could have been more assertive basically. And, you know, all that being said, I was so happy to see Claire and DX win. Yeah. It's not even any, even if Louis Michelle would have won, I still would have been very happy. What great casting. All three teams are really just like outstanding, um, pretty badass in their own right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we, I felt like I said this last episode, it was Derek Sinclair to lose and a hundred percent. They, they smashed it. And you know, I was biased going into this and everyone else I know in the Twitter streets, we all watched big brother where we were Mm -hmm. cheering for them. But it's interesting for the people that didn't watch Big Brother. One of my coworkers didn't oh. know who didn't know Claire and DX before the season, and oh, she wow. was actually rooting for Lewis and Michelle, oh. Team Miami, because she loved their vibe, their enthusiasm, um, and just the energy they brought to the screen, and that they were really good. And so I was so surprised to hear her say um, that she they were the team she wanted to win the most. Oh my god. And she That's so cool. I like yeah. that. And she also loved Molly and Emily and out of those 3 she actually had Claire and Derek as the third because she thought yes oh. they were smart, they're mm-hmm. strong but like they were just a so-so is what she felt. Which um, I can see, right? Um interestingly enough, uh Derek and Derek actually talked about this that they'd only been dating 8 months before mm-hmm. they went on the show. So when I guess Emily and Molly stepped forward and was like, we've only, you know, known each other for a year or whatever. Um, I think they'd only met 12 times before that or something like 11 or 12. Sorry, I'm not entirely sure. Derek, I guess, stepped forward and was like, well, Claire and I have only known each other eight months. But I was like, it's not the same. Every day in the Big Brother house. Every day yeah. in the jury villa. Exactly. 24-7. And they live together, basically. Yeah. So stop it. Don't do that. Uh, But I I agree with you. Like, it's an underrated moment. Because I've always said this. uh, My husband and I, Karthik, talk about this. And he's, like, low-key salty that I wouldn't go on The Amazing Race with him. But I was like, it's best for our relationship that I wouldn't go. And I said I would go with you because, like, we don't spend every moment together to where we would just be, like, screaming at each other. Like, that's just, we wouldn't do that. Um, We would just scream at the other teams. Correct. And we'd be like, (laughs) let's talk shit about them instead. So that, and I was like, there is a little bit of dynamic where you, I feel that you do need to have a little bit of separation between the two, but not enough to where you can't, you don't know that person. Mm -hmm. And before we get into the episode too far, I just want to say seeing Claire and Derek win cements Mm -hmm. to me that Taylor and Joseph are going to win the next season they film. They have got to be on The Amazing Race. Yeah, yeah. We'll be on the mat next to them. Mm Mm-hmm. But I just think they are going to win 
than an upcoming season. Yeah, no and question. they're, I mean, pretty good at, uh, what is it, like, well, DX, I guess, was really good at winning comps, too. Yeah. Uh, and Taylor is, too. So I think, yeah, they could do really well. Um, and people have been calling for it, so let's see. Mm -hmm. But they've already filmed the next oh, season. Oh, okay, so two seasons So I think Yeah, so I think it'll be after that. Um, two, Yeah, one or two seasons from now. And I would love to see them because I think in the BB house, we were robbed oh, of yeah. seeing them kind of just like be in a like relationship. So I I'm, I'm waiting for it, Phil. Let's make it happen. Uh, but yeah, I think then with that, let's get into uh, the Amazing Grace season 34 finale. Um, and we start, like you said, in Nashville, which I will say um, is becoming pretty big because of the bachelor and bachelorette parties. Like that's a place uh -huh. where a lot of folks want to go. And um, this time everyone does start at the same time. No time uh, advantages here. And for their first route info challenge, it's going to be called Whiskey Business. I loved this task where they need to label and pack 30 whiskey bottles ready for shipment. I think this is so fun. It's very specific to Tennessee whiskey. Uh, and I feel like it's kind of hard to do on a line. And it's something that looks like it's going to be really simple. Like, yeah. oh, I'm just putting labels on the bottle, but not so fast. Only Molly and Emily could figure it out. Michelle really struggled mm -hmm. in this, um, as did Claire at first. Yeah. Um, and I was, I enjoyed it. I wanted to see something more out of it. Like, Correct. Like a third part of this. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, the, the other partner should have had to do more than just, like, pack. Here's the thing. No. Here's what it is. Some other guy was taking it out of the um, line, right? There was like another line of defense between the two teams. What would it have looked like for that person to not be there, them packing everything, taking it somewhere else, and then get rejected and then having to start having over? Having to start over, yeah. But I I wonder if they, the way the factory line worked, maybe they couldn't do it. But it was at night, so I'm assuming that was specifically for Amazing Race. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure definitely just for Amazing Race. But I also wanted to see maybe at the end, at the celebration, some of those whiskey bottles. Like maybe oh, that would have been the case fun. that Claire and Derek made to help them celebrate. Oh, that would have been really good. Oh, I love that. Yes, yes. That would have been super fun. But maybe alcoholism, I don't know. Oh, yeah. But promoting It that. maybe could be messy. I don't know. Uh, or someone on the cast has it and then... You know, it'd be too much. But either way, I think that would be a nice, like at least one bottle would have been sweet For sure. to keep. Yeah. But either way, I still think it's a really fun task. Jack Daniels, like name recognition, not as amazing as Ducati, but still, I agree that they needed to have something. But and, yeah, and sorry, I like that ahead. it was quick. Yeah. <laughs> and it was oh over God. by the time the opening credits rolled. Yeah, like I was so stressed out by it because I was like, are, are, is everyone getting it? What's going on? I don't know. And Molly and Emily, being the, the challenge queens that they are, because when they're at a task, they're amazing. Mm -hmm. And they quickly finish and get their next clue, which I was like, just run. Just please get like get, give her a scooter or, you know, the Lime bikes, those mm -hmm. horrible scooters that you can throw anywhere i was like give them that you know let let them take it and let them just go <laughs> but it didn't happen it's okay but they drive to they have to drive rather to the korean war uh korean 
veteran, sorry, memorial bridge to find their next clue. Interesting because they're Korean um, mm-hmm. as well. So I was like, oh, okay, messy. Um, but United States technically didn't win the war. I don't know. Let me not. Let me not. We're back. Um, not say it nonsense. So then Derek and Claire do finish second, which I felt like Claire got it together. But mm-hmm. Michelle, I think, was a little frazzled. And I think it was also a little editing foolery because mm. it, it looked like they all got to that gas station to get directions within five minutes of each other. Yeah, that's true. And so too. I don't think Michelle and Lewis were that far behind. It just the editors made it look that way. I, I was just most, you know, surprised that they all went to the same gas station. Yeah. Again, is this like a, you know, smaller town issue where, you know, it's nighttime, not a lot of things are open and you just kind of go to the first place you see. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, also, I, I was uh, talking with, uh, not talk, I was reading all of this, sorry, where Molly and Emily were saying that they're actually really good at map directions, but not at like written Google map step-by-step directions. Oh. So they said that's where they felt like they were getting messy because they had to, you know, it was so cut to mm-hmm. cut that I, they had to follow like, now you turn left at this uh, exact uh, street and you turn right at this exact street. They said that when, what other people found to be harder, right? Uh, in France, they found it easier because they just had to kind of drive uh, with the map. So I feel like that was interesting. Whereas oh. I think DX and Claire were, I mean, killing it with step-by-step directions. So where uh, Claire was even passing him notes about, right? And we saw in a previous leg. Yeah. Yeah. Also, another thing I saw, which I have to get your reaction, so I didn't tell you ahead of time, um, was about directions. That's why I'm bringing it up. Apparently, during one of the legs, I don't think it was at the gas station, but somewhere during this leg, DX and Claire were asking for directions. And some guy, and DX was like, this is the most important directions you're ever going to get. Um, you're ever going to give, yeah, in your life, like, blah, blah, blah. Don't fumble this. And the guy goes how much are these directions worth to you? And Derek was like, you know, a thousand dollars, man, come on, I'll Venmo you a thousand dollars. But Derek was obviously joking because how can he Venmo him? They have no phone. And the guy pulls out his Venmo and was like, this is me right here. So can you like Venmo me before I give you the directions? And he's like, I don't have my phone. Can you like, like, please. So um, then finally, they, they he had a friend standing right there. And they were like, hey, man, your friend isn't helping me. Can you help me? And his friend helped. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Why did we not get that in the edit? What did the, what did the producer say? What was the cameraman saying? Those are the perspectives I want to hear about this interaction. And does this guy yeah. not know who Derek and Claire are? No, yeah. definitely not. <laughs> Oh I mean, my $1, God. $1,000 for direction directions when someone is there asking you with someone behind them holding a camera, filming them, knowing you're going to be on TV. That's worth yep. $1,000. Imagine, just imagine. <laughs> I bet that guy was drunk. I mean, it's, yeah. Because many of the people um, we saw on the streets that they were asking directions for were not a uh, 100% coherent. Correct. Because was it Emily and Molly that, that asked directions and they just get like silence? I don't know if it was who it was. Oh, yes. They asked the, uh, this. Yeah, I know exactly who you're. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy. The guy, the guy on the with phone. His phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, what? Absolutely not. Oh, uh, but then he did help, I guess. Well, later. later on, though, I heard Derek asking for directions. And he's like, I love you, man. I love you. I love you. 
Yeah, so it must be that. I that wonder if that's it. when it was it. Because uh, the reason they brought that $1,000 thing up is because Mike asked, were you ever, like, stressed that you would lose your lead? Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, let me tell you, this guy almost did. So anyway, they get directions, uh, which was not, again, it wasn't very climactic, but no. I was like, this is the kind of fun stuff I wish we saw. Anyway, a couple minutes later, like you said, Luis and Michelle also show up. They all get the directions. And Molly and Emily, although are in the lead here, pass the parking sign on their right and go too far, which we know, like, in again, in these types of towns that... If you're on a bridge type area, U-turns are so hard. Like impossible. it's kind of impossible. Yeah. Like there's literally no U-turns on this leg. <laughs> no, I felt bad for them because yeah. I saw the parking sign from my couch. Oh, wow. Know, they yeah. were stressed. They missed it. But then we saw Derek, you know, Claire saw it right away minutes mm -hmm. after them. Yeah, that was just so unfortunate. I think there should be a time where, you know, if they got Google directions, it says like 0.2 miles, right? Or, you know, whatever it'll yeah. say a little bit. Shouldn't you like be like, I'm going to go really slow now. So and turn my blinkers on if I have to so that I see wherever I need to park. I don't know. At least that's what I would do, I yeah. think. But they didn't let them they didn't let that hold them back as we saw as this, no. you know, this progressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I very much agree with that because, uh, you know, they, everyone else, unfortunately, catches up. In fact, Molly and Emily go to third place uh, now yeah. because, we you know, Louis and Michelle are really good at navigation, too. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're slow and steady. Again, it's wild that they lost or they came in third, rather. Sorry, I should say. Well, and I was most impressed in this moment with Louis and Michelle's calm nature. They didn't yeah. seem stressed at all, knowing they were in third out of three. They just believed in themselves that they could do it. Yep. Um, and I really appreciate that about them, their positive attitude. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, my God. I just, yeah, I, I just, wow. You know, I don't know how else to say it because Michelle actually said to – in the interview that she wishes uh, that they showed her more competitive side. And when she was sad, cause they were like, they only showed me as this bubbly person. And she felt like she wasn't coming off as like relatable or dimensional, but I, hmm. I don't feel that way. I felt like she didn't come off as fake. It, like you said, gen it felt genuine. Yeah. I mean, and I saw her being petrified yeah. trying to climb up that bridge. Oh my so. God. That part, yes, because um, next is the uh, roadblock where teams will climb and rappel down the bridge to get a clue on a guitar pick, which, okay, I have feelings. But anyway, we'll get to it. So while all of this is happening, Derek, thankfully, I guess, Claire and Derek had unknowingly front-loaded all of the tasks to Claire uh, in the first six or whatever legs. So Derek had to do these. Mm -hmm. And what was helpful is that if Claire had to do a heights task again, oh, I think Emily and Molly are winning the race or getting closer than to first place. Um, so that worked out. So a lot of things did work out for them. So that's another like hack for people is that the stronger person even though i feel like they're both just as strong but fine that the stronger person should wait until later because maybe the more physical tasks will come after is yeah. how Derek and claire were like we just got lucky but i don't know that it was just luck so um Derek climbs up pretty quickly and then um 
I have to say, if you saw a guitar case, wouldn't you be like, that's where the clue is? Or am I just like couch quarterbacking? I would assume they would think that, but I feel they were all so fatigued from making mm. it up to the top of that bridge yeah. that they weren't thinking straight. I um, mean, they that's were just true. like depleted after doing that. Yeah, but and I, it could be editing, right? Where it take it quote unquote takes them longer than it actually did. Yeah. But when I when when I was watching this, I was thinking to myself, this is what I would want to do. I oh yeah, would I would also so bad. It yeah, looks so fun. Yeah, I would let you do it because you have longer legs um and more stamina because you run. Uh so it makes sense for you to do it. But I would yeah, I'm not afraid of heights. And that's why I think Derek had the advantage over, mm -hmm. you know, the other teams because he's taller, he has longer strides and also more upper body strength to yes. pull himself up the rope. Um, and I think that just really made him finish it much faster. Um, but yeah. Molly did great too. Oh my God, Molly killed it. Like I said, another walking task. I was stressed because in my yeah. mind, Emily had done, sorry, Molly had done almost her share, her sixth task mm -hmm. where I was like, shit, does Emily have to do this one? But thankfully, no, Molly could do it. I mean, again, they have ice in their veins. Like, they're so good. And Molly just, like, goes, no problem. And even though they come in third place, it feels like they're all five minutes mm. of each other. So Derek finishes first. And um, and immediately Molly, I think, gets it because Michelle is scared and struggling, yeah. which is very normal. And Molly then waits to figure out where the clue is, which I was like, move, move, move. He's gone. Just move, move, move. Um, and Michelle, I think, waits to go down because she, she thought does. that she had to wait for Molly, and, which, oh. And during this, I loved hearing Lewis's reactions on the ground. And I was like, I want to hang out with this guy. He's cheering. Yeah. He's going. He's like, that's not Michelle. Exactly. He was like so ready to cheer for her. I love it. And this is why I think they're just so sweet together. Yeah. Uh, I again, like the way he comes off, right? Could have been so broy, but in reality, he's like the sweetest guy. Uh, and their relationship, oh, just I'm obsessed with them. And I just felt bad for Michelle watching her do this because yeah. I think she just approached it with the incorrect strategy of having to really be like what she was doing was very physically demanding, pulling yes. her body up from one yeah. rung to the next instead of using the rope and walking up as the other two people did. And exactly. they clearly did it much faster than her. Yep. They they unfortunately did. Uh, but again, I, I still don't think it was that much. Like, right? It wasn't it was that far. Cut. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then Michelle kind of doesn't know how to, where the clue is. And she's like, oh, I didn't realize it was in here. I could have just got it. Shoot. And the clue is that they have to go to Gibson Garage uh, to get their next clue, which I... And then when they show Gibson Garage, don't you think that could have been a task there? I thought there was going to be a task there. Yeah. I thought they would have to repair uh, – because we've seen repairing instruments yeah, all the time. Yeah, or stringing a guitar. Yeah. Wouldn't, I would have liked to see – because um, did you see the guitars uh, on the ceiling rotating? Mm -hmm. I thought there would be uh, some clue up there, uh, and then they would have to kind of like – I don't know, point out like three or four different types of guitars. Is that a, yeah. Where, and yeah. then, do you know. And those are the clue. three they have to bring. Like yeah. Some something sort of puzzle like that. Element. Yeah. But instead uh, it's Gibson guitar deliver where the teams have to deliver three prized instruments to musicians performing at different honky tonks, which I was like, Oh, TBT honky tonks on lower Broadway, which I was like, that's nice. I, 
I, I still think it was a hard task because Nashville yeah. at night, I haven't been, but like I, the amount of basher and basher at sashes I saw. And I was like, this is mess. And running through those people while carrying two guitars. Imagine. And the and staying balanced with people all over the place on the sidewalk partying. Whoa. It, and they it, all kept their cool. Yeah, yeah, and I think they were all having fun. That's what I think was amazing about yeah. all three of these teams. Like, it felt fun to watch them. Like, they were genuinely excited to be there. Yeah, and, and I agree with you. And I think that's the big difference between this finale for me and the last few seasons. Mm -hmm. I, this is my favorite because yeah. of the three final teams, their enthusiasm for the show, competitors, they were so positive. Yeah, but they were so, like, good. And they were great. Yeah, to where you were just like, how are they finishing so fast? And I also loved when Lewis and Michelle got to the Gibson garage and they knew the uh, the country singers. And like, yeah. you were on season 24. And like saying the song they did from mm -hmm. season 22. That I didn't realize they were such fans. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I knew because Michelle I knew was the fan. Um, and that's how Lewis became. Yeah. And, and apparently they got a call within four hours of submitting their tape. Well, she did she, used to dance with Pitbull. That's what I was going to say. I I bet when they heard that, they were like, let's do it. Let's get them on. Um, yeah. So I nope. guess everything happened very fast for them also. The most disappointing thing for me in this part of the leg was that they just had to drop the guitars outside of the bar. I wanted yeah. to see them go in, meet the artist, or have to find the artist who's not on stage yet. Something to make it more suspen like suspense suspenseful than just giving it to the bouncer outside. And one of the people were like, are you looking for me? And yeah. I was like, what? You should never say that. Well, this is where, you know, um, again, recency bias, obviously. But when Will and James had to go through mm -hmm. and all of them had to go through the king cakes, right? Yeah. That was grueling. And took so, forever. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's Nashville. There's so much you could do with that. And like I said, I think that they should have had to put the guitar together or something. Mm -hmm. And I also thought because they were in Nashville, there was gonna like they were gonna be delivering the guitar to someone famous, and there would be like a cameo yeah. of some country music star or something, even not a star, yeah. like a D-list star, you know, or an up-and-coming artist. Mm -hmm. I mean, someone, someone at least. But they, go on, give us nothing. Uh, and also, COVID wasn't an issue, right? Like everyone just like walking around, whatever. So that's why I was like, you could just have done more. Like Nashville hot chicken yeah. is a oh. thing. So I feel like you should have had to try different hot sauces. Uh, or imagine that, like getting through buckets and buckets of Nashville yeah. hot chicken, like the king cake one from New Orleans. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just feel like there's so much you could have done. Oh, uh, I really feel like I need to apply to be the Amazing Race, like, leg person, whatever, leg creator. Um, and then Emily and Molly, unfortunately, are lost. Uh, and it does. I bet you they weren't even super lost, but because everything is so, like, cut to cut that they're that even a little mistake is bad for them so like i said uh one twin did think uh molly did think that they should have stayed downtown but emily was like no 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 let's drive then louisa michelle arrive at gibson and they're like oh shoot we passed the sisters and we see Derek and claire so they're now in high gear mm -hmm. um because they reached the garage in last place but 
Derek and Claire being fucking Derek and Claire, they're so good. And they're both pretty tall, too. So I feel like their strides are longer, which helps where they're first to deliver all the guitars and receive tickets to the Nashville uh, Municipal Auditorium. Before we get there, I just want to oh, yeah, on a say a few comments that we heard during this part when oh. Claire's like, I, I, I know I'm not good at running. Slow down. Oh, my God. Oh. And then like, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> and he looked like he was five feet ahead of her, too, when they were oh running. Oh, my God. But this um, is why it's funny because they're similar height. Like, yeah. it's not like and, uh, like she's my height. Also, I loved in the Gibson garage when um, Lewis and Michelle were there and he picked up an electric guitar and he's like, is this an acoustic? <laughs> and like, I, I'm not a musician either, but me I know either. the difference. Like, come on. And I don't know if that was just like a joke for TV, but it literally made me laugh out loud. Yeah, it feels like he was a little bit trolling. <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> I don't know it's just, it's really funny like all all of it and we know that claire's one-liners have just been out of control yeah. you know you know this about me i also love people watching so yes. i was looking for all the people in the background that they're like excuse me and who's jumping out of the way or looking at them or cheering for them oh my god people were so into it i loved it i was like yes this is giving very much south energy yeah because that's the one good thing it's like you know they they might be saying stuff behind your back, but to your face, the community is a beautiful. And you know, they're 90% of those people were wasted. I was just going to say that. <laughs> and like, imagine at your bachelorette party, you're there with all your friends, you know, in the street. And all of a sudden, amazing race is running down the street that you're on. I think I would actually um, cry. And those are like lifetime memories for those people. Yes. Whether, you know, they might have been too wasted to remember, but they saw themselves on TV last night. I, see, I was there. <laughs> They'd be like, that wasn't a drunken nightmare. Oh, <laughs> I didn't ask someone for a thousand dollars. Oh, I did. Shoot. <laughs> I wasn't a decent human being. Oh, no. Like, these I are the things it. I watch for when I watch reality yeah. TV. It's not who the, the show is focusing on. It's who's in the background watching them. Listen, that used to be our job. We get yeah. it. You're good <laughs> at your job. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, but also, I, I feel like this whole sequence could have had more um yeah. in addition to what you were saying where they have to find the person don't you think that they could have had to deliver mo more things i don't know or deliver things that weren't all on the same block yeah or are these teams just that good that you know normal people would maybe get a little bit more confused i don't know i think it's that they're that good yeah Let's give them their flowers. These, right. these were the top three teams. They did well all season, overcoming adversity. And this was, you know, in the States, like in a place maybe, you know, they felt more comfortable. Yeah. And another thing, Jason, actually, now that we say that, is this finale has been felt so much closer than the last two. Mm -hmm. Where I mean, Will and James, I mean, they oh. were done. Like, we were like, oh, you're winning from minute one. Yeah, there was no one else even at the last minute, at the memory no. challenge for them. Yeah, exactly. And I think Kim and Penn and the girls, uh, Raquel and, and Kayla. Kayla, thank you. Um, oh, yeah, because she was on the challenge. She was on the challenge, yeah. Yeah, uh, Raquel and Kayla, you know, they were at the memory challenge together, but you knew that Kim and it Penn were close. just so much better, unfortunately, at everything. 
Um, so it is what it is. Anyway, so then, like I said, Derek and Claire were first, and they are heading to the auditorium, and where they receive their next clue. How do you? Keys- oh yeah, sorry. How do you spell municipality? Municipal. Oh, municipal. That's what. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Just have to throw that out there when Derek asked that. I'm like, Google Maps is going to oh auto-populate, God. dude. You don't need to spell I, it. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I'm I'm telling you, sometimes I don't know if he's, like, being a jokester <laughs> or if he's, like, for real trolling. Because Claire was not having it. No, she did not have it at all when he she, did that. Right. Go right. Oh, like she was gonna murder him, but that's how I would like be twenty four seven. I feel like Claire's much nicer than me, because if it was Karthik like making these mistakes, oh my god, I would be like, "Are you joking?" Like no, or I would have to put headphones in so I'm not like hearing him do just do mess. Because <laughs> uh, Karthik like loves he's such a great guy and that he loves to have fun and he'll like find fun and everything. And I'm so competitive that I'm like, "We're a million dollars." Come on. Well, and that's it. This is like the million dollar leg. Like there's yeah. you can joke tomorrow. Please, like write them all <laughs> down and I promise you I will listen to every single one, cheer you on, but not this. Well, well, well. Shopping for a car? Yep. Carvana made financing a car as smooth as can be. Oh, yeah? I got pre-qualified instantly and had real terms personalized just for me. Doesn't get much smoother than that. Well, I got to browse thousands of car options on Carvana, all within my budget. Doesn't get much smoother than that. It does. I actually wanted a car that seemed out of my range, but I was able to add a cosigner and found my dream car. It doesn't get much... Oh, it gets smoother. It's getting delivered tomorrow. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. No way. So then, uh, yeah, so they get to this thing. And can we just talk about, I know you don't watch Bridgerton, but I don't know if you've ever heard the Bridgerton versions of popular songs. No, I have not. That will be your homework for today. Um, But that's why I was like, am I in Bridgerton? Because they took uh, popular songs and made them into um, like classical beats. Oh uh, yeah! So even right. girls like you, like from Maroon Five, uh, played on Bridgerton, and it was like one of the dances they do wow. in Regency era. But you're like, wait, I think I know this. Oh my god, this is girls like you, and it's the Vitamin String Quartet doing it. So that's what I was like. Oh my Whoa. god, we've heard. I've heard this type I, of thing before. It was beautiful. I absolutely loved it. Uh, yeah. I- could not believe it and every time i was just getting more and more excited hearing them play the theme song exactly it just sounded so good the theme song is i think made for like a dramatic entrance Mm -hmm. like that and it's so iconic yeah um i don't know it was just those little things is what i feel like really elevated this leg because every time a new team came in they played it they play yeah so i'm imagining right like you're you're trying to figure out this damn keys and then that starts playing in the background or does that motivate you you know does that stress you out because you're like shit another team just got here and i think it would distract me yeah because you're hitting the the piano keys trying to hear notes and then this whole orchestra above you is so much louder also that's true do you think that it was pre-recorded or not they weren't playing it i think they were doing it live each time right okay Wow. Because there were that many people, it would be so hard for all of them to be so in sync if it was if they weren't playing live. That's true. You're right. You're right. Because there must have been 40 musicians on that stage. 
Yeah, it, I'm t- it was just so, like I could listen to that a few more times and just get hyped for my day. I Yeah, good job, exactly. Amazing Race. I think that was a big one, big plus. And again, maybe this happens all the time. And my apologies. I am not a musical human. It's just I heard it on Bridgerton first. That's mm-hmm. all. Uh, but yeah, you you should listen to uh, a I'll, few of I'll the Bridgerton songs. And then for this last season, because they had an Indian um, lead, they had a Bollywood song that they took and they oh. made it into that. And I was like, I will die for this song. So it was just, like I said, overall, uh, they did Billie Eilish, like all of it they've made into classical music. It's really cool. So, yeah. So keys to success is the task and it's the iconic memory challenge, which Jason, I was like, oh, my God, thank God it's a memory challenge. But we know Claire is a freaking badass at memory. So unfortunately, they have to bring in. Sorry, let me. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Teams will need to bring the sequence of notes uh, of the Amazing Race theme to life using a giant floor piano. And to get the sequence of notes, they're going to have to remember the chronological order of events they encountered during the race. Um, And once they're complete, they'll get their final clue. Which, here's my question for you. Did they need to just know how to play the piano. I mean, we know Derek knows it. So why didn't they just be like, dun, 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 you know, whatever. I think it's a big advantage they had with him playing the piano because watching this, I would probably still be there trying to solve it because I've never tried playing piano in my life. I'm not Um, musical at all. And I empathize so much with Lewis and Michelle watching them struggle with this because I really think that's how I would have been with. And also with the 11 second timer, that was the hardest part. I thought. We first of all, you and I are already comedy when we're stressed. So imagine we would be literally chicken with its head cut off. Yeah. And I felt this was kind of made for Claire and Derek. Like you were saying, she's great at memory. We know his background in music and piano has helped them throughout the season and other legs. Mm -hmm. And so I thought they were going to finish this honestly, like Will and James did. I thought they were going to be out of there before the other two teams got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. And I didn't realize what someone on Twitter uh, like said otherwise, but I was like, can you leave like markers? So mm-hmm. like a I shoe. I thought about that too. Yeah, like I would leave a shoe here, a shoe here, a sock here. Chapstick. You know, I have clothes. I don't care. Um, I'm trying to win. So, but apparently you can't use um, any markers, mm-hmm. notes, and nothing, which is unfortunate, but I – fair i have to say but it's unfortunate because i think the other teams would have benefited more than claire and Derek would have and i also loved how many fake clues there were yeah all the keys that places they weren't at and we i mean you've seen way more amazing race than me yeah but i don't remember in all the memory challengers there were so many like false answers oh no no they they are there's there's some but this seemed to be like there were twice because there's a lot of keys with the whites oh, and the blacks, yeah. each being mm-hmm. different images. I thought there were more fake ones than actual mm-hmm. ones. Uh, I I feel like they're similar-ish. Um, I think the, yeah, the difference is that what goes on the screen maybe was less, but you're right, the keys-wise is a lot. But, um, but what looks, you know, what we see mm-hmm. on screen, I don't think was that many. But Luis and Michelle didn't even realize that the black keys were pictures bless their hearts yeah so that's another reason why they got screwed unfortunately this this was just not the 
memory this memory challenge was not made for them no and that's the thing because uh, in the this is top five memory challenges for yeah. me i think it was really good really hard and with creative this, yeah and creative with the timing as as well um but what I remember is they've had to do like in the past, they've had to remember all the greeters, like every yeah. single person that greeted them. Then one, they had to do a hello, goodbye, I think. Uh, I remember that one. Yeah, where they had to remember that I think was a cool one as well. And then uh, Amy, uh, the, the, Oh my God. Let me look up. Cause I actually wrote this down from so season 17. I, uh, season 17 was the hello, goodbye. Oh, okay. No, that was season 21. Season 21 was hello, goodbye. I think, um, but anyway, it was, sorry, one second, a season 25 where Amy and Maya won um, was the shipping dock one mm. where they literally, it was shipping containers wow, that yeah. they had to like kind of put in order and all of it. Folks can look it up. But the point is that one was a really good one as well. But they had to search 15,000 shipping yeah. containers to find nine names of the cities they visited. Um, and then and had to write the numbers down and then because it was color coded and without using notes, like obviously do all of this. So that one was pretty hard. But of course, scientists. So they Amy just yeah, yeah. missed you like uh Amy <laughs> killed it in that one too. So it was really cool. Um but this one, I don't know. I just, I felt like it was really cool. It didn't feel as grueling as like what Amy and Maya had to do, but I still felt like it was hard. And I loved the music element. Of yeah. It. Um, it was, it wasn't too much. Like I remember a few seasons ago, I don't know the number, but it was the battle of the seasons where they had, like, oh yes, like big brother, amazing race survivor. Mm -hmm. And that was the one where they had to like build the drum kit yeah 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 and yeah, with yeah. the band playing it was so loud and like mm -hmm. i i like listening to music but that was just sure too like music overload for me and this felt so like smooth and natural um and it was the theme song and i think yes. that made us like it more yeah and that's what i just don't understand why Derek couldn't just play the theme song like because he knows how to play he the knows piano. It. and maybe so, they wouldn't let him right that's all i can think of is that he wasn't allowed because or maybe they 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 had a few decoy you and I don't know right how piano like I don't nah, know no clue so yeah I'm wondering if they had decoy keys that you know could have worked maybe that's how but when he was like oh c minus yeah F, I'm like what is he talking about I would have been like third from the left exactly <laughs> oh my god impossible but that's why In we're set up to be such a good team we'd have the same methodology to go through this very much that okay well, but while this was happening yes. sasha did mm -hmm. you think for a second that like derek and claire were gonna fumble the bag and that molly and emily could overcome them i prayed a little bit a little bit because I, I i think they got it pretty quick yeah like it, this is another thing where i think the girls are really good but derek and claire have longer legs mm -hmm. than them um Someone on Twitter even said, like, you might have to lay down and just, like, you know, lay flat and then just, like, doom, doom, like use your oh. legs and hands. But I don't know. I don't think so. I, I think that I wanted it in my heart. But we, Derek and Claire are just too strong. What did you think? Did you think so? No, I thought Derek and Claire had it locked up. Um, I wanted Molly and Emily. Exactly. But I really think it was when they went the wrong way on the bridge going to the Gibson garage. That was what um, really 
messed up their oh, chance to yeah. win. Oh, yeah. Because that put them farther behind. Um, because I think they're a really strong team. Yeah, because I wonder, and I don't think it was just because of her knee either. Like, it, they really just had navigate like old issues in navigating. Um, ah, it's just like it's unfortunate. But as soon as they went past that bridge, I was like, it's done. Um, mm -hmm. like Derek and Claire are gonna win. Um, uh, maybe Louis, like Louis and Michelle, could catch up, which they very well could have. But, um, they the music was just way too, yeah. like, well, way too. Oh, and I felt that way also, that way also, I didn't watch the episode last night. So I yeah. kind of got spoiled from Twitter's knowing mm -hmm. Molly and Emily came in second and when they went the wrong way on the bridge. I'm like, wait, they're going to come in third. How did they get into second? And yes. so I was kind of watching their progression being like, well, they passed Lewis and Michelle. Mm -hmm. And so that would, that gave me the confidence. I think if they would have like arrived a minute or two after Claire and, yeah. Claire and Derek, they could have had a shot or it would have been a little bit closer because mm, I think Claire yeah. and DX finished probably 10 minutes, 15 minutes ahead of the other teams or way oh, more. Maybe you're right. I, I don't think yeah. it was just two or three minutes. No, no, no. I, I don't think that either. Yeah. Yeah. That I agree with you. Oh, that's just so hard. But I was also so happy because I yeah, was because like, they deserve it. They deserved like it. They, they did great all season and it wasn't over. Like, you know, I remember last season when Kim and Penn got the memory challenge, they like walked to the other side of the arena, like mm -hmm. five feet to the finish to the mat. And this, at least they had to leave the building, run somewhere else. So there was a margin for error and a chance that they could get past. Yeah. 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 That's true. Uh, I don't know. I like the point. I think they're just, a solid team and they complement each other's so well uh like wherever one person lacks the other person i mean is overpowered like like derek is really good at x y and z and claire's really good at a b and c so mm -hmm. that's where i think it's a little bit harder versus emily and molly i think we're really good at when they're working together Mm -hmm. uh, and Louis and Michelle, I think, are just a strong team, but not necessarily like outstanding compared to Derek and Claire. No shade to them, but, but they did still. win three legs. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I was like, they're they should be proud of what they did. Yeah. Like it wasn't trash in any way at all. Um, but yeah, and Louis and Michelle said as soon as Derek and Claire left, they knew they had lost. Um, because like I said, they didn't know one the black keys, and secondly, they yeah. were just the timing was killing them. Like they were just like 11 seconds. Like we just can't get it. Yeah. I mean, that, that was the hardest part, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what set them where I think Emily and Molly, it was more like a trial and error thing. Cause I don't know if they realized that they were running out of time at first. I don't think any of the teams did. Yeah. Cause Derek and Claire, I know for a fact, we saw that they were like, you, Oh, there's a timer. Yeah. You saw Claire say that. <laughs> yeah. Which is so it's such a bummer. But Derek and Claire uh, said that they were drawing and taking notes. So while one person was doing oh. a roadblock, the other person would be taking notes um, on the race. And Derek actually lost his notebook, which is so DX of him. Yeah. Um. So and at night they would like consolidate. Everything. That was a that was a great tip by Claire's dad, suggesting that they yeah. take notes at the places. If that's what I'm saying. I was, I, apparently, he like needs to run a boot camp. Is what they were both saying. I just I loved it, and they definitely also talked about uh, their relationship. Like, oh, we didn't. We actually maybe don't have a strong foundation as we thought we did. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate just them being very honest with what 
they are and who they are yeah. and what they have to work on. Because I will say, like, I felt like I was a little not down on them, but a little like sideways on how they were interacting together. So it's just nice to see that uh-huh. they they have called it out. Uh, but with that, obviously, like I said, uh, they've just like kind of done it all. And uh, Derek and Claire and and make it to Phil at the mat one last time and they make it first to win the million dollars it it was amazing it yeah, actually it i got a, so you sweet. know i got a tad you know emotional cuz you saw mm-hmm. their emotions and just the joy they had knowing that the journey they've had since they first met being put in the big brother house and then when Derek's like, you know, and one other thing, and he goes to pull a, like, oh to pretend to pull a fake ring, and Claire jumps off of him, and she's like, I packed the bag. I know there's not a ring yeah. in there. That was everything. I cried. <laughs> and then uh, apparently he also made a joke about uh, her being pregnant oh. or having a baby, but he was like, they didn't add that in, thankfully. Well, the other thing I saw, and I think you probably know the answer why, was like the blood on his shirt. Yeah, it was a nosebleed. Because he like, they, I guess when they were like jumping and hugging, he like yeah. hit his nose on her chin or something. Yeah, apparently it, was, it happened right then too, which yeah. I was like, that's so funny. They're just such a like bumbling sillies. And I like that's why I think we all like them because they just they don't feel like a, a like a perfection and you know game bot and they're oh they're just gonna beast the or, way through the whole game. Or they're just doing it for TV. Oh yeah, that too. Because mm-hmm. I was noticing the other cast members' reactions, watching this, laughing, looking so happy, yeah, and, like joyful for Derek and Claire. And it's not always like that at the final mat. Yeah, and there's some seems, salty teams, glares, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen it. And it seems like Derek and Claire were also saying that, um, oh, we wanted to be in every alliance because we have so much PTSD from Big Brother that we were like, oh, are people like basically hanging out without us? So mm-hmm. that's why we saw them so much kind of interacting with everyone is because um, they were so stressed out because Marcus, um, I think, said la- in his exit interview, which I didn't realize that he said he they felt boxed out. Um, oh yeah because of alliances and stuff but Derek and Claire are like no like we barely had time to talk to other people Uh, but Emily and Molly were like yeah we were like connected with the brothers really well because we were constantly ending up together uh you know pretty like on their uh finishing timing and stuff and the sibling thing yeah yeah exactly yeah oof it's just it's unfortunate I also really want to. Uh, I also really loved Molly and Emily's moment at the mat when they finished, oh, yeah. and the joy Phil had, and that they said, and they were thanking everyone for giving them this opportunity, and just that was so wholesome. And like that's what the show's about: bringing people together, giving them these experiences to travel the world and create those lifelong memories. And it just made me so happy seeing them come in second. And to you know, thank the crew. The crew, yeah. So sweet. Like I don't know. I don't know that I've seen that before. Um, but just their genuineness of like this has been amazing. And um, I saw the video of them talking with Mike, and um, I think it was Emily. I'm sorry if it was Molly. One of the twins, um, was crying. Yeah. Um, and was like this last year would have been so hard without her. Like even now, they you know have so many feelings, and um, you know one of them lost their mom, mm. and it's just like there's a lot 
going on. So it's just really unfortunate, I think, with just the whole, just all of the culmination. Yeah. Um, and we, we, I talked about this beforehand, but I didn't realize, and I don't think you did either, that how severe um, Emily's injury was. No. Yeah, because basically, so all of this happened in Jordan, where Emily said that uh, she tore some of her muscle fibers in her quad, and mm -hmm. the med teams uh, were really taking care of her. That you know, they wrapped her up, they were giving her topical treatments, and she was doing her best to let it heal. But as a result of that, she overcompensated on her left leg which is why she had a knee brace wow. on the left leg. And so Molly said that she, uh, Emily ended up with bilateral tibial fractures because of it. You know, it's all your medical yeah. people. Um, yeah, it must be bad in her left knee. And it that meant she, that she could walk on it, but, you know, maybe there was a lot of, like, fluid in there. And yeah. they were like, maybe she just needs anti-inflammatories and we'll be fine. But basically... It, that just made it pretty bad. And she um, overcame all of that to finish yes. every challenge she competed in, coming yes. in second in the race, yeah. overcoming injury, beating people who were 100% healthy. Yep. And Jason, she ended up, because she was overcompensating, then for that one, um, she ended up with a, another fracture in her right knee. I didn't know that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and they didn't oh. know any of this, most of this, rather, until after the leg um and no because no one thought it was that serious like that's how much of it i guess trooper she was um and as soon as they like got off they, they were at the pit stop like molly wasn't moving at all or wow. sorry emily wasn't moving at all wow i also want to yeah. say before we move on from them i said this to you yes. before we started recording this is the second season in a row that we've had a woman woman team yes i'm in second place which is much better than you know historically how um women women teams do on this show I mean, we've been in a drought since the 20s. Amy and Maya were the last. Like, that's ridiculous yeah. to me. Like, when are they going to cast, like, badass female-female teams? I'm sorry. Like, it's just I don't feel that it's fair that, you know, sometimes some challenges are so physical that if you have, a like, a male on the team that he can maybe just beast through it while um, yeah. the women just are at a severe disadvantage. And on top of that, you know, we heard that Molly and Emily say that in the car. They yeah. are, you know, the only female-female team. They're the oldest team. Oh, yeah, that too. They're the shortest team. Mm -hmm. And they were overcoming all this adversity to, like, have a shot at winning down to the wire. And so I just have so much respect for them. And like I said in the beginning, I want to see them back on an all-star season. Yeah, I really hope they come back. Um, yeah, it looks like, yeah, Molly lost her mom. Um yeah. A week before they did their final interview. Oh. Yeah. And that's when, like, they were both kind of trying to figure out how to, like, be, you know, in a, like, in a relationship, right? In a sibling yeah. relationship together. So they're just so grateful to be with each other. Um, and I, I just appreciate that this, they, they weren't just a story, like I said. It's just they are truly badasses. Um, all three teams were truly badasses. Yeah. And I just want the Amazing Race to, like, either have more equitable tasks or cast, like, stronger teams. I uh, think it's more female, equitable female. tasks. Yeah. That because, because Emily and Molly are strong. Like, they would beat strong. us. Yeah. 
so and, more than likely yeah and i also just want to give kudos to the third place team lewis and michelle yes when this season started they were not high on my threat list mm -mm. i kind of forgot about them in the first few weeks they were nice but they really grew on me throughout the season i love their energy their competitiveness and i would like i said i would want to hang out with them i think they seem really yeah. fun um and they were just great casting Damn. And, and their story was really sweet also. You know, they said, you know, we were watching season 33 on the couch and said, why don't we do this before we start a family? And they literally, like Sari Fields, got uh, off the couch and went to compete on the show. I know. And I love it because the way Lewis was like, and I would marry her again, um, yeah. you know, if we weren't married already. It's just, oh, it's so genuine. And I know I just keep saying that, but it – their relationship is goals for me because even in adversity, the way they interact with each other is so beautiful. And the way they just, I think, have so much respect yeah. for each other. And they're just like, we can't wait to start a family. That's so sweet. And they were there genuinely for this experience. They weren't yeah. here. None of these teams were here to get followers. Yes. They yes. were here to do this experience um, and to try to win the money for their futures. And I just really respect that when we think mm -hmm. about all these other reality shows and all these types of people, they're casting um yeah even Derek and claire like you you already said that they didn't feel like they were trying to do it necessarily for cloud yeah but gotta say you know my our man dx being on three shows in one year get it listen he's getting the money okay let's be very clear and, and he was an alternate too right or no he was on the main cast of his but claire was the season. alternate claire was the alternate okay. yeah 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 um just like david and aubrey were the alternates on this show so and they made it to fourth place oh i so. don't think i knew that yeah 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 so they made it far too so listen year of the alternates it's yeah. giving and other, i see it other random thing i saw on reddit i just have to say about the mm -hmm. finale i saw a screenshot of the opening the first episode when they're introducing everyone you remember when rex ryan was on the season yeah <laughs> was when rex they ryan there i didn't see him there i didn't see the him finale. either he had a hat on that was for tootsie's bar that they dropped a guitar <gasps> off at oh my imagine yeah this guy i mean i just think it's really weird what what an easter egg wow because he didn't know you know he wasn't even there to see this was before that's what i was gonna and, say yeah 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 so it's not like they know anything and if he would have if they would have made it to the finale and him in nashville knowing tootsie's they would have won that challenge because yeah, he's yeah. familiar with that, you know? And, and they would have known where to go, right? Probably yeah. all of it. And that's Ooh, like how Will God. and James won their season. They're like, we've been to New Orleans. I've run these streets at night. Yeah. I, I know where to go. And that's just such an unfair advantage. I know. Me wishing we, if we were on The Amazing Race, we come to uh, San Francisco. Or, the, you know, the finale being in Norman, Oklahoma. We would just <gasps> <laughs> run all over everyone. Oh, my God. <laughs> We'd be like, where are we going? Campus Corner? Got it. <laughs> God, that damn pad thai, bro. <laughs> or you know that one um restaurant that never uh like came to be over water. Oh yeah. <laughs> Y'all, I, I think it, bar I, yeah. Oh the my library. god. The, the library was a name of a bar, and I loved it. <laughs> I wish we could go. Imagine just going to the library to Brown Stairs. Oh, what a great time. <laughs> Yes, we dubbed a part of the library brown stairs because all the brown people hung out there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh God. Yeah. I would, I would hope cause I think San Francisco is pretty confusing. Yeah. So, um, I would know highways enough to get around. I think I would, I would do okay if we were in Denver. Oh yeah. But it's a big area like San Francisco. So like Nashville, I mean, these are big, big Well, cities. San Francisco is only seven miles. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. San Francisco is seven by seven. That's why the 49, yeah. 49ers. Yeah. I believe because it's seven by seven, even though they're not in the city. They're in Santa Clara, in San Jose, basically. My mind is blown, Sasha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's seven by seven. San Francisco is very small. I didn't realize that. That's why they call them the Niners. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's why, but do no one quote me on this. So now that this season is pretty much over, I have to put you on the spot. You're the host. This is Mm -hmm. your show. Which season did you prefer? This season or last season when Kim and Penn won? Oh, this season. That's how I'm I feel, Not too. even close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I was like, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. I don't even feel like it's close because last season, there were moments where I was like, I just don't like this particular team or this mm-hmm. team is rubbing me the wrong way. You know, whatever, whatever. Versus this time, I was like, they're all j- – even D- Rich and Dom who were – I was like, just about to bring them yeah, up. <laughs> or Linton and Sharik, even though – I. I'm known Sharik apologist on this podcast, but I felt like they were all genuinely fun teams. And I felt like they were all com- like at one point you could see the path for anyone to win. Where I was like, Linton and Sharik are very smart. So maybe they make it to the finale. Glenda and Lumumba. Oh, listen, we, episode one, we were like, they're going to finale. Gonna, yeah. Great. And it was just oh, a stacked man. season. Casting did such a great job. Top yeah. to bottom. Even getting Rex Ryan. I mean, that was a big draw. A hundred percent. A lot of people liked it. I don't know. I just felt like this was all really good. And I don't know. I just felt like what a great season. I think this was great in the last two. I feel like this was better. Yeah. Um, cause I'm, cause even again with Will and James, uh, no shade to them. I, I mean, I've known Will, uh, since America's next top model, but it's just more that this was more competitive. And I was going to say that a more balanced yeah. field. Cause like Will and James were so far ahead of the other teams, exactly. just like Kim and Penn were going into the finale. We knew they were going to win. And yeah. Then- Kim and Penn were just outraged. So good. So prepared. Uh, like if you're going on the amazing race, you have to watch their YouTube videos cause yeah. all their info is on there. And also, I'm a liar. Um, the 49ers were named after ni- because when the gold rush happened in 19 1849. But you know, look at me, fake newsing all up. <laughs> You're welcome. I bet some listener was screaming at me, <laughs> and I'm sorry. <laughs> but San Francisco, I thought, okay, whatever. Anyway, uh, you know, I yeah, overall, I really think this is like a really fun season, a great one for uh, I think new people to watch because yeah. they're not going to be as critical of it. Um, yeah, it, it also made me realize or remember because I've known this for a long time that Phil's probably the best host out there. Oh, yeah, he's so much better than JCM. I mean, Probst is doing all t- sorts of crazy things on Survivor, and I that just think part. Phil is so even keeled, he's so steady. And he's like forming these bonds with all the teams every time mm-hmm. they come to the mat. And that's just something we're not seeing Julie doing with her, you know, virtual hugs that are in person or um, Jeff on Survivor. Eggs, I agree with you. I mean, I, we've said Phil is top tier. Phil is the one you want to like go to a bar and hang out with because he'd actually hang out with you. Jeff would maybe talk to you if like you give him enough Survivor 
like uh, well, if you just give him some broke his ego. Yeah, that's what I mean. You have to be being like, in being this in bar. This bar. <laughs> it's like being at a circus. This is like going to the airport. <laughs> yes, you never know which who's gonna walk in onto what flight. This oh is like God. the tide. Sometimes it goes up. Sometimes it goes down. Yeah, that's the only way you're winning, Jed. Julie would never be at a bar with plebes because she'd be like, be "Let's meet period. at church." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Maybe if you're at church with Julie, you know it would be good. But besides that, I think you're shit out of luck. Oh my god! Oh, but that wraps up our amazing race coverage, Jason. Unless you have anything else. Um, yeah, that is it. I just want to say thank you to all of you for listening to our coverage. This truly has been such a joy for me. Um, thank you to all my guests that came on. Uh, you know, some of y'all were like, yeah, yeah, I guess I'll come on, even though I haven't watched it in a while. And some of y'all were like, I'm diehard fans. So just, I'm grateful for this little community we have. This truly is one of my favorite reality shows. Um, and just Thank you for listening. And with that, Jason, where can the people keep up with you? Before I tell them where they can find me, I want to say thank you to you, Sasha. This was so much fun. (laughs) The first episode, the last episode, listening all season, helping hear your enthusiasm for the show that you are sharing with all the listeners. Mm. I appreciate it so much. And it's just such a joy. And I can't wait for two other people to be podcasting about us when we're competing on the amazing race in the upcoming season. No, so we'll Isaiah do our own. <laughs> no, we'll do our YouTube recaps. I guess we'll donate oh, yeah. it to the silent podcast. <laughs> Isaiah oh, just wrote that God. down. Uh, you can, Correct. Being serious, though, this was awesome. You can find me in the Twitter streets where I post from The Real J.O., talking about, you know, Kansas basketball, sports, my random thoughts about the Survivor finale next week and just other silly things I think of. And you can also hear me when Australian Survivor returns um, in the spring. Actually, just I think next month, it's Heroes versus Villains. And it's half returning player season, half newbies. So imagine, Sasha, your job, they're like, well, you're a villain. Or are you a hero? And so I just can't wait to see how they like break this down with the new people. Is it about their career or their personality? So I am so curious to see. So stay tuned to Silent Podcast for the Australian Survivor coverage. And Sasha, if anyone listening after these 12 weeks doesn't know where they can find you online or anything else you might podcast about, will you let the listeners know? Yes, you can find me um, on Mess Magnet. It's a weekly pop culture podcast where we talk honestly everything you can think of celebrity gossip vibes only we're gonna be doing royals coverage obviously with the new netflix special coming out a little bit of everything over on rob has a podcast slash mess feed with kirsten mckinnis and in addition to wrapping up the amazing race we have wrapped up never have i ever we did it Chappelle and i finally came together your toxic faves and made it happen so check that out as well the finale is up on the never have i ever by silent podcast feed and um i will be 
back on Silent Podcast. Um, I'm not done yet. On Monday, talking Big Brother 16 with Isaiah. So I'm really excited. And um, I'm I th- I'm sure. Oh, and I'll be on Too Hot to Handle. Oh. Uh, episode 6 and 7 with Kirsten as well. So check all of that out. And you can follow me on Twitter at FunSize underscore 04 to keep track of everything else I'm up to. Thank you, Jason. And one last time, thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been your Amazing Race coverage. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.